Welcome, ladies, to the Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. Welcome back, everyone. This is Liz. And this is Andressa. Welcome back to the Real Estate Investor Show. Our mission is to empower women to live a financially free and balanced life. And we do that week in and week out. And what we're going to be talking about today's mini-sode is where we talk about preparing your portfolio, your real estate portfolio, in a way that works for you even if you die one day, which you are going to die. And how do you best prepare for that? Something we don't like to talk about, Andressa, but mm. it's really, really important. And we could start living into that plan today. And that's what I'm going to be talking about. Love that. Surprise, surprise. You're going to die, people. <laughs> Before we get into that story, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Interest rates are sky high in 2023, and buying a rental property means you could get stuck with an 8, 9, or 10% mortgage rate. But what about a 2.99% rate with rent to retirement? Rent to Retirement has 2.99% seller financing available on turnkey properties. You heard that right. That's a seller financed 2.99% interest rate with an average cash flow of over $900 per month. Plus, they've got options where you can put as little as 5% down with no PMI. As the nation's leading turnkey investment company, Rent to Retirement helps investors build headache-free, high cash flow rental portfolios. And since their properties are fully turnkey, newly built or renovated, leased and managed, anyone can invest, even those who aren't into landlording. So what are you waiting for? This 2.99% rate deal won't last long. To learn more, visit renttoretirement.com. That's renttoretirement.com. Or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI to 33777. Top real estate investors love to talk about how they save so much on taxes. But how are they able to build rental property empires while skirting Uncle Sam? 1031 exchanges. 1031 exchanges allow you to defer capital gains taxes while you sell an investment property, exchanging your old property for a bigger, better one and avoiding the tax man while you do it. And that's where First American Exchange Company comes in. They're the leaders in 1031 exchanges. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just starting, First American Exchange can help you with simple rental property exchanges, complex commercial real estate investments, reverse exchanges, and more. Don't let your taxes eat into your profits. Visit First American Exchange Company at firstexchange.com or call them at 800-556-2520. That's firstexchange.com or 800-556-2520. Keep your money in your pocket and propel your portfolio further at firstexchange.com. First American Exchange Company does not provide tax or legal advice. Consult your financial, real estate, tax, or legal advisor about your circumstances. First American Exchange Company. Safe, smart, secure. Hey, and Jessa, as you, as you like to say, here's the deal. You know, obviously, preparing for the inevitable, right, us passing away is really important, especially when we have assets. And a lot of the women listening, right, they don't think about these things, but they have assets and they're going to pass along to the next generation, et cetera. And, and how do you do that in a way that works? And also, how do you kind of step into some of those plans today? So here's what here's where this all kind of came from, Andres. I think I shared a little bit with you. When we were kind of preparing our will, we also prepared a document and it's an Excel form that we usually use for banks when we're looking at financing for deals. But it's basically like a real estate schedule. In essence, it's like all of your assets, 
and what terms you have, what your, you know, the, the mortgage company on it, interest rate, you know, all those sort of things that, that quite honestly, banks care about when it comes to them lending to you. So we had that thought of let, let's use it as a template. And so then what we did and what we added to, so again, it, it included everything from like what your payable is, what your mortgage is on it, interest rate, asset. The, the, the real estate schedule that people usually add to the personal financial statement, Correct. right? Exactly. Exactly. So what we did though is we used it as a template and then we added a few other columns. And this is where what I want to encourage everyone listening to do as well. So we added a column of property management. So in other words, most of our assets are being managed by someone else, right? So that's important who they are, you know, what the arrangement is, maybe where the contracts are, all, all those sort of things. That was never in that schedule. So we added that. And then we also added a column that said, plan upon death of Matt and Liz. You know, like, this is what would happen to this asset ideally when we die. Now, some of these are very straightforward in terms of like an, the operating agreement, right? So if you're in a lot of our syndications, the operating agreement has a lot of these clauses, right? In terms of if the general partners die or what happens. And typically, a lot of those are structured in a way that if there's multiple general partners, right? And there's an asset manager. So where this became really helpful for us was in the properties that we didn't have really anyone else except me and Matt. So we said to ourselves, okay, we have a property manager. What would be our plan? And so we really started to think about like, you know, the whole concept, who not how? Who would manage this asset? Like who would not just property manage it? I want everyone to think about two things, property managers, as well as an asset manager. The asset manager in essence, and you could be both. You could be the property manager, you could be the asset manager. But what's really helpful to think about is who do you want managing the asset? not just managing the day-to-day -day operations, that could be part of it, but it also is looking at the numbers uh, and managing that property manager, making sure it's it's moving according to business the business plan that you've, you've you know, set out. So we said, okay, who's the asset manager? It's us right now, but who would it be if we died? And so we really started to look at our current team, right? And say, okay, who could step into that role? And then what was fascinating is having those conversations with certain team members now saying, hey, God forbid we die, would this be a role and what would be the, you know, what would be in it for you and all the financial pieces, really actually creating an agreement and actually like we, when we die, <laughs> this person goes in as the asset manager in this, this particular property. And then what was really cool was then we started to talk about an agreement with this person. So we developed the agreement with them as well. What that really set in motion, what was the bottom line, why I wanted to share this and encouraging folks to, to take some simple steps to do this is it actually set in motion handing that asset over to them now. And so that would not have happened had we not really thought about, right, who we want to manage that when we die. But why wouldn't we start moving towards that now? So and you're planning as if you're dead. Correct. You're living as if you're dead. I'm living, I'm living as we're, we're, we're managing our assets as though we're as already dead. dead. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a very powerful way to think about it. It's a little morbid. But, you know, in other words, real estate takes time, energy, and focus. And it still has a level of management. Even if you're not managing the day-to-day -day tenants, it still needs oversight to ensure it's moving the way. Every asset, every investment we have is not just completely hands-off. It takes some level of management, right? So that's a really big deal is to look at your assets right now. Who's doing the property management? Certainly, if you don't have a real estate schedule, please put that in place. What are the interest rates? Who's insuring these properties? It was so cool to see everything in one spot, like a master kind of 
dock for us. And then number two is really get clear on the property management company. And if it's you, put yourself for now. And is that something long-term you want? And that's really helpful to do in this process. And secondarily, who could asset manage it? Who would oversee the building? And again, if that's you right now too, which it is a lot for women, you know, in our community, they're doing everything. Does that make sense, you know, moving forward? And what what could that look like? Is that maybe a partner? Is that someone who could be just a manager for you? And start moving towards taking your hands off a little bit more than you are today, you know? And, and that was a very eye-opening experience for us, Andressa. For me, that makes total sense, right? Some some people like my mom, if my mom was an investor, she she would say, why? Why are we thinking about that right now? Let's just live, live life now and enjoy it now. And I understand that, right? It's not like there or here is what works for you. What can you do right now that's not going to be a burden to somebody? Or what can you do right now to prevent that your assets are going to continue flourishing and not went to like all your efforts went to waste basically so it's not that we are playing on the the gap and the gain i think that we are protecting and valuing everything that we have created and setting up the next generation for success and hopefully they will just recycle that make it better and continue the legacy moving forward i think talking about you know, money, debt, religion, we need to normalize that. That's going to happen, right? And we don't know if that's going to happen today or tomorrow. I'm talking to you here today, but who knows? It's not a guarantee. And I think that avoiding talking about that, it's much more riskier. There's a lot at stake than really dealing with it and taking steps as you're, you're mentioning here. And it's actually risky on two levels. It's one, you're not setting up anyone for success. God forbid you do die, right? Let's just put it out very clearly. You live, you could be leaving a mess, especially if multiple properties and you don't have all this in one place and it's all over the place and it's owned by different people. You're going to leave a mess for someone to deal with because it's not all it, it, you know clear. The other part of it though is you're actually less efficient when you don't plan now for that mm-hmm. because the chances of there being more an efficient way to run that building, whether to keep it, we use that as well. We look at that as a strategic planning document for whether to hold on to properties or to sell them. Yeah. So we're using yeah. this as like a strategic plan, not just when we die, but it's actually helping us make decisions today on maximizing our assets, which totally was not the goal of even putting this together, right? It was just literally, we got to add it to our will. We got to figure out what happens to our buildings. God forbid we die for the building, you know, for, for those that are not clearly outlined in the operating agreement. But it's become so much more than that. And I think that's the bottom line for when listening is that and I think that may help, Andressa, to your point, right? Your mom or, or other people that are kind of more in the moment and saying, you know, how do I run this more efficiently without me? Because that's what we want. We want to live life on our own, our own terms, right? We don't want to be beholden to a property or decisions of that property. That's why we all are interested in real estate, right? Beyond the, you know, the type of asset class this is or any investment is that it's operating without us ultimately, or at least not without a day-to-day, you know, strong, strong hold of it, right? Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. And if you have more questions about this subject, please go to our Facebook group community and tag us there. Thanks so much. 
you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share it with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.